On today's show, Kyrie Irving's taking a meeting with the Suns? What is that all about? What happened with Andre Drummond? And we'll talk all about more Dallas Mavericks free agency rumors on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Welcome to the Mavericks. NBA champion. He hit it. Bang! Bang! It's good. And the Mavericks have won the game. If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. And welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. Join the Raccoon Squad, be an everydayer, and subscribe or follow for free. Just search Locked On Mavericks wherever you get your podcasts. Or on YouTube to join the 25,000 strong where the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and comment anything below. In the comment section, make one prediction. There's a timestamp on there, so we'll know if you did it before or after something happens. Uh, But make one prediction about the Mavericks free agency. Today's episode is brought to you by the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices. Guaranteed. If you want to support the show, text us, get text alerts from us. Uh, and basically, somebody subs- like that I was texting today described it as, I don't want to do Twitter anymore. It's just not good for my mental health. Uh, but it's awesome that today you were just texting us all the actual Mavs rumors that came out today. And that's what I did. I went, went and I, I tweeted, I texted about the Drummond thing, the Kyrie thing, about the Bruce Brown thing, and all, everything. So if you want that, subscribe to our subtext, click the link in the description, or text us. It helps support the show and all that. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The free agency feline, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I'm so ready for Friday, man. It's just going to be fireworks. and It's here for some of you. Where were you for the four hours that Andre Drummond was going to be a Maverick? I was clearly on cleaning the glass. (laughs) I was on the website checking out all of Drummond's stats because I thought it was a done deal uh, at that point. Yeah, so we'll talk about the Drummond rumor. What happened with that today? We'll talk about Kyrie taking meetings and Chris Haynes and what what's he reporting and who's he carrying water for and all that. We'll get into Bruce Brown and his update. Uh, and then there's a couple of things that make us do the wind horse fingers. What are they doing? The, the Hawks are open to some trades. The Lakers waved some guys. The Pelicans waved some guys. What are they doing? James Harden apparently is now asking for a trade. What does that mean? Shocker. So we'll get into all that. But let's start here, Isaac Harris. I've let the music go way too long. This is not a let it ride day, but it's a it's a good yeah. day because wait till we re-sign Kyrie and then we'll let it ride. NBA free agency is upon us. It starts, by the way, at 5 p.m. Texas time, 5 p.m. Central time, and that's when teams can officially like talk to talk to to other players. That's Everybody's they, holding out until yeah, until then to talk. No one has talked to a player until until that. That's why we. You know, there's there's no exact figures we have for a Fred Van Vliet going to Houston or anything like that. There's a lot of co- it's just a coincidence that some of these meetings are going to happen. They're just going to like run into each other in L.A. <laughs> you know, just so happens. But according to Chris Haynes, star point guard Kyrie Irving is expected to meet with the Phoenix Suns along with the Dallas Mavericks and possibly other teams when NBA free agency begins yeah. on June 30th. League sources, league sources tell Bleacher Report the Houston Rockets could seek a meeting as well which that that line just absolutely threw me because it doesn't sound very like uh, like practical that they're going to do that at this point 
Uh, the other line in that story that I found hilarious was, it would be difficult for the Suns to add Irving due to the NBA's collective bargaining agreement. Isaac Harris, can you explain just how difficult it would be for the Suns to add Kyrie Irving? I mean, unless they're going to send out KD or Booker. Um, <laughs> it's dang near impossible. I laugh, so, I laugh pretty good whenever I saw the hands report because, one, we were, we've been on this pod this week saying... Just wait, guys. There's going to be another team that, that they have to connect him to another team somewhere for him to have some type of leverage because everybody is saying there's no market for him. When Haynes tweeted out the Suns thing, I like audibly chuckled because, <laughs> one, it's it's the definition of the the old Mario – I mean Mario – the old Mickey Mouse thing of uh, when he's carrying the buckets of water. And I was like, I mean, Haynes is carrying the water right here, all right, because – like when you when you receive a signing trade guy, you are hard capped at the first apron. Yeah. So like, if you just do the math with Katie Booker and Beal, even if you sign and trade him for DeAndre Ayton, like you can't. Like there's just Kyrie yeah. has to also take, Kyrie has to take a huge pay cut in order to make just that happen. And Ayton for Kyrie sign and trade happen, he has to take a huge pay cut for that to happen. They probably also have to send. Like Cameron Payne, just to get like just to get under the <laughs> like it would just be so difficult math wise for them to do it. He could he could decide to take the minimum for them for a year. Like he could do that. That's that's one yes. machination that he could actually get there. But that's Other not than, a sign and trade. So like right. Uh, so he could do that and take the minimum, or he could do a sign and trade, and it becomes so so difficult for them money wise to figure it out. And he'd still be taking a huge pay cut from what he would get for the Mavericks if he went and did the sign and trade with Phoenix. So like you said, complete water carrying for, for, for I'll take it a step further too. the one guy that we reference a lot with sun stuff is Gambo who, you know, radio guy in Phoenix. He quote tweeted the the Chris Haynes report and said, the Suns are not going to meet with Kyrie Irving. This is absurd. So it's just hilarious that, you know, this guy's pretty, pretty dang plugged in with sun stuff. And, uh, he's like, what? Like, this is, it, it just smells so much like Brunson with Miami. Absolutely. Um, that you're just like, no, nah, I could look really stupid tomorrow if <laughs> he goes to Phoenix somehow on the minimum or something, but I, it just financially and everything. Yes. He needs to be linked to another team. I think for leverage to try to push his, you know, stuff, if it's Miami or something like that. And, I don't, you know, he could always, you never know with Kyrie as the James Harden sweepstakes thing shows us, you never know fully what is a hundred percent going to happen. No, with these guys, especially these guys that have already asked for multiple trades from multiple franchises, you can never rule it out. And so this whole time you've said he needed to find a team to, to create leverage with. I don't know if the Mavs are going to buy this Phoenix Suns thing. The Rockets thing would maybe concern me because they have actual cap space. Yeah, the Suns have no, they have no like leg to stand on here, and so uh, then on the other side of it, I've always said I, there's just this twenty percent of me that doesn't believe he's going to come back. All the logic is telling me the Mavericks are the only spot for Kyrie Irving to come back to. They're the only ones that will be able to pay him the amount of money that he wants, or even close to the amount of money he wants. But it's Kyrie, and you just you can't like. You can't take yeah. anything out of it, and you can't. And but remember, when he was going to go back to Brooklyn the first time, he was like, "I'm going to change. I'm, I'm changing w- what's going on in the NBA and changing this." And then he just picked up his player option. 
right? Like, so he can talk, you know, he even talked a big game there about doing something crazy and everyone thought he was going to leave and do something else and take a minimum somewhere, the Lakers or whoever. And he just ended up picking up his player option. Go back. I think he's just going to end up taking the money with, with the Mavericks. But it's I, there's still that 20% of me that's holding out because I just I, I can't believe until it actually happens with Kyrie. Yeah, the, I'm still pretty confident it comes back to Dallas on, on a big-time deal. The two teams that I, I get worried about the most is Miami coming swing in somehow, and it's like a force-his-way try-to-type thing to Miami, and if, you know... Dallas has to play ball somehow. I, I don't I don't even think about it. If he's but if it's he, the, with my the Miami one is interesting because there's that um there was that <laughs> there's that amateur analyst account that's out oh there that, that's been calling stuff on Twitter that went from like a thousand followers two days ago to like fifty thousand followers today. Dropping and then, dimes. And he dropped the James Harden thing before it happened and said, Hey, he's gonna accept his his option and come and ask for a trade. And then that immediately happened. And he's called some other stuff too. So who knows the truth? But he said that that Miami is no longer looking at Lillard. They're looking at Kyrie now, which makes sense because Damian Lillard hasn't asked for a trade, and so we don't know if he's available. Kyrie is a free agent. For the for the Miami thing with, with Kyrie, the Mavs would still have to play ball. It's the same thing as the Lakers. It's the same thing yeah. as the Suns, really. Now, is that he would, they would have to sign and trade and do something, and Kyrie could say, well, I'll just sit out, and then uh, no, you know, nobody will pay me. <laughs> you know, like, and then like, he could do that, but other than that, the, the Mavs would have to play ball in that scenario too. Yeah, and I'll just say the Lakers part of it is, you know, them declining, they declined Beasley's option, they, de- you know, waived Mo Bamba. Yeah. There's, you know, all the reports are saying that, you know, they're going to match anything with Austin Reeves, you know, Rui. They want to bring, you know, the core back, all this stuff. But, you know, would you be that shocked if everything took a 180 turn and they're like, Oh, the Lakers have renounced Austin Reeves, Rui, and they're going to sign Kyrie. You know, I don't expect that to happen. It goes against all the reporting. That's just the two teams that I would be like, okay, I'm not shutting the door completely on on Miami or the Lakers, but I still fully nothing's wavered with me. I still think he's back in Dallas on, you know, three probably four year deal in that, you know, 160 it's, range. It's the only logical thing that makes sense, and yet here I sit, <laughs> I sit not able to <laughs> to accept it. Coming up, let's talk about what happened with Andre Drummond. Is he going to be a Maverick? Is he not going to be a Maverick? What's happening? Where were you in the four hours that Andre Drummond was a Maverick? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. All you have to do when you go to prize picks is you can pick two to six players, and if they go more or less than their projected prize picks uh, projection, whether it's MLB, uh, fantasy hit score, whether it's points, rebounds, whether it's, um, you know, uh, I think shots on in soccer they have. They don't do goals. They do shots, which I think is kind of cool. You can check shots, that out and you, shots, can shots, up to, you can win up to 25% or 25 times your, your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projection. So you can go to prizepicks.com or download the app and play daily fantasy sports this way. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100 to use on their app. PrizePix will also give you $50 if you deposit $50. So that's how it works. It's a scale. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Up to $100. Again, prizepix.com. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps. Being part of this show, we appreciate each and every one of you. Being a Raccoon Squad card-carrying member, if you listen every day, tomorrow we'll do a free agency update. 
whether anything happens or not, we'll do an episode uh, as late as as late as we feel right, uh, because things can start happening around five o'clock Central Time, and then uh, they can just keep going until forever, basically. And, and if something big <laughs> happens, yeah, if it, if a big trade or something happens, we'll try to um, we'll try to do an emergency pod just on that. Yeah, you know, earlier in the day, something like that happens for a single transaction, but. Either way, you're getting a pod, maybe multiple from us tomorrow. Absolutely. All right. Let's get into this Andre Drummond story because it was hilarious today. So Mark Stein reports, multiple team rival teams have told me this week that they expect, expect Dallas to come to terms in free agency with former all-star center Andre Drummond. I can't believe we can still use former all-star to describe come Andre Drummond. That happens earlier in the day, like morning time. I texted out to the subtexters and I say, Hey, when's the last time multiple rival teams expected Dallas to do something and it didn't happen? Well, it was the Aiton trade during, during the draft. They expected that to happen. It still hasn't happened. The trade still hasn't happened. It could still happen, but uh, this happens all the time where rival teams expect this to happen and it doesn't because, you know, they're not the team that's controlling this. So I was even a little wary on that at that point, but I, I will say I wasn't as much as wary because it's a minimum contract and if Stein's reporting it yeah. and it's like multiple teams are saying something about a minimum guy, yeah. <laughs> then there's not much like that can typically go wrong and it's Mark Stein. So it's not that, you know, he obviously he goes on to add context. To it. Yeah. So then, so then I took the same approach as you. I was like, okay, well, why am I being so harsh on this? If Mark Stein said it and that he signs off on it, it's probably true. It's not that high risk of a, of a situation to be in, right? It's not like, you know, yeah. the, the Bruce Brown or, or something like that. that's going to get real money. Then Mark Stein updates it later in the day and says, league sources say Dallas's interest in Andre Drummond would be dependent on a trade that has not come to fruition. He later commented and said, it's not related to Deandre Ayton specifically. Uh, so then that happened. <laughs> and then, then Adrian Wojnarowski reported that uh, Andre Drummond picked up his player option and he's going back to the bulls. And so then, then it was kind of all dead. Like, I guess he could still be traded and still be in the trade if there's some kind of trade. I, I tried to put it together, and I, it's got to be some kind of three-team deal where, I don't know, like Levine goes back to the Wolves and, and Cat goes to the Bulls and they just need a third party to do something with some player. Like, you know, like, I, don't know what, I don't know what it could be. Drumming for JaVale. Now, I, <laughs> when I first saw JaVale makes twice as much as him. Now, I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, I don't understand it, to be honest. Like, I just didn't. I was like, eh, this is kind of gross. If they're just, like, adding him in there and just saying, all right. I mean, you bank on in that scenario that JaVale's going to be gone. But I'm like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not in the camp of Andre Drummond's good enough to be your stopgap center and all of that. So, I, wa- I wasn't yeah. either. <laughs> I wasn't either. And then I looked through I'll basketball. Stop. <laughs> I, listen, I looked through basketball reference and I saw the list of point guards he's played with. This is the list of point guards Andre Drummond has played 50 games or more with. Are you ready? I'm not ready. Like 300 games with Reggie Jackson, 200 games with Ish Smith, 140 games with Brandon Jennings, 100 games with Will Bynum, 60 games with Steve Blake, 60 games with Brandon Knight, Steve. just about 60 games with Goran Dragic. Last year, not like any good part of his career, like literally the worst year of his career. 55 games with Jose Calderon. Is that like the best? Brandon Knight, I guess, and Brandon Jennings. Or, or Reggie Johnson. I was going to say, those Brandon Jennings, some of those stretches like, of Detroit is fun. That he's like a capable starter, but not I mean, not, not good. And well, then 50- Luca would make him look better, yes. 
I'm just, I'm just saying, Luca and Kyrie, if, if they came back at this point. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I looked at that and I was like, oh, you know what? I can kind of talk myself into this, that he's never played with anybody good. Uh, you started so- tweeting out num- drumming numbers. I almost muted you for the day. <laughs> um, no, there's, I mean, there's a bump that all centers get playing with Luca. Um, so, except Javel. <laughs> except for Javel. But I just, yeah, I just didn't fully, I, I didn't fully get it. And I was already thinking, I'm like, dude, there's no way he's going to be the starting center. And if they're just adding him to the rotation, Dude, fans are gonna get so pissed if it Drummond's checking in over Derek Lively, and I'm like, I think I'm honestly, I would honestly <laughs> might be in that camp too. Yeah. Like, if it's coming off the bench for ten to fifteen minutes and Drummond's getting that over Lively, I would be kind of like, kind of, what are we doing? But you know, it's dependent on what the other trade is. If it's one of those things, yeah, it it depend. It's not the worst thing in the world, but. I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah, so. it, that's one of those moves where you need to wait until everything else happens to make sure it makes sense. Because if you bring in Drummond and you don't get off of Rashawn Holmes or JaVale and you still bring back Dwight and you have Lively, then all of a sudden you just have still this very mediocre center room where they just overcorrected yeah. so much and just brought in, all right, let's just try five different centers and see which one works for us instead of just trying JaVale last year and then you know throwing a flyer at Christian Wood. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, better news, though. Tim McMahon reported that Bruce Brown intends to meet with the Mavs soon after the opening of free agency. Brown is expected to have several suitors and has not ruled out a return to Denver despite the financial constraints. His market is the the mid-level exception, what the Mavericks will will have to offer if they sign Kyrie back to the number we've been talking about. So $12.4 million in the first year. The Nuggets are limited to $7.8 million because of the amount of money um, Bruce Brown was making last year. So they they have all these constraints around it. They can't just sign him to a deal because they have his rights or anything like that. They can only sign him to $7.8 million the first deal. So the Mavericks can offer but more But if they money. did that, they could do like a little wink-wink and say, they, we yeah. got you. They could do like summer. a one-year deal and then sign him with the, with the rights again because they then they would be able to pay him whatever after yeah. that. So they could do that. He also just won a championship with them. So I kind of wouldn't blame him if, they, if he decided to go back, uh, had like the greatest professional experience of his of his life with them. But I think that this is a very positive thing for the Mavericks because Dallas is going to get a seat at the table. That's right, Isaac Harris. We brought it back from the interview from years ago. The Bruce Brown table. <laughs> They're at the Bruce Brown table. He's the best. He's the best mid-level exception guy the Mavericks can get. True or false? Uh, yeah. No, I, I think. I mean, we both you know, like him better than Grant Williams at the, yeah. at the, that spot. And I mean, I'd be happy with Grant too, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we said this a, a long time ago, gosh, I don't know how long ago it was, but saying, I think it was right when the season ended, this summer's where Nico's going to make his money, right? Like yeah. this is where this summer is why you hired Nico Harrison is to go into the summer, use your relationships. I mean, the whole thing about Nico Harrison was relationships and will you be able to, yes, if Kyrie comes back, it's going to be for a lot of money, and I get it, and that will be a huge reason of it. But <laughs> there is a portion of him coming back, if you know, assuming he comes back, that it it's because of his relationship with Nico Harrison too, and Jason Kidd. Can Nico Harrison help you know have a relationship with a Bruce Brown or somebody and lure somebody like that to where they pick Dallas over a you know a Lakers or going back to the Nuggets or something like that? Like this is where we see a relationships. Nico Harrison come into play as, you know, these next 72 hours. 
if you're watching on YouTube, I was just laughing because uh, Sam Amick just dropped a piece that there's strong optimism on James Harden's side. He will land at the Clippers. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but on the on the Bruce Brown front, yeah. I love but, how you're just reading casually reading a piece as I'm talking. Well, I'm, I just I read the tweet and you searched it, didn't you? <laughs> it was the headline. It was the lead of the. It was the lead of the article, and yeah. This is a this is a good thing for the Mavericks that they got the, that they got the seat at the table with him. I can Dallas is going to get a seat at the table. We don't get to use it very often, but now we do. And uh, he'd be he'd be perfect. He can he can defend. He can hit a three. Now he's added that to his game. He can handle the ball a little bit. Like he just does a lot of different things that the Mavericks really need. Still, he gives uh, somebody for Josh Green to look up to and be like, "This is your path." I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, he, like they would he would do well to be a Bruce Brown type of player, kind of a Swiss army knife can do a bunch of different things. He's more, Josh Green's more athletic than Bruce Brown, but he would serve as your third ball handler too. He could play with Luca and Kyrie, right? Like he, he just, start. he can fit so many different, so many different things with, with them. Yeah, Absolutely. Be great. Coming up. Let's talk about the different moves across the league and what we think could happen with say the Hawks, the Pelicans, the Lakers, uh, this James Harden thing. Could the Mavericks get in on that at all? Uh, what would happen if somehow James Harden was the player that came back and <laughs> some kind of sign and trade for the Mavericks? Whoa. Uh, we'll get into that uh, coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about game time. Game time has you covered with everything you need. Tickets right now. DFW, there's tons of stuff going on at game time. I can just go to the game time, uh, gametime.co. They've got Rangers games all set Dude, up. Do you know how many Rangers are all stars? I don't so actually. Many. A lot. They have like four starters. That's crazy. I don't know if the yeah. all star game's on here, but they have a lot of stuff. Uh, go check it out. Drake and 21 Savage coming to the American Airlines Center. You got that. You got uh, FC Barcelona versus Real Madrid. 200 bucks for tickets for that. That's pretty good. Uh, and they have stuff up to the day, too, and, and prices will, will lower up to the day. Shania Twain coming to the Dos Equis Pavilion. Honey, I'm home. Post Malone also coming. Luke Bryan, Chris Stapleton, Blink-182, lots of stuff. Go check it out on Game Time and download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices. Guaranteed. All right, Isaac, let's talk about the rest of the NBA. I guess we should start with James Harden. So Sam Amick just dropped a piece where he says that there's strong optimism that James Harden's side that he will land with the Clippers. This is now after James Harden threatened to go to the Rockets. He's not going to go there, I guess. Picked up his player option, and now he wants to trade to somewhere else. What are your thoughts on James Harden, this Clippers thing, could the Mavs get involved in any way and all that? I mean, what would an NBA offseason be without James Harden requesting a trade? Or moving. This is this is team four in four years, right? I was doing some uh, graphic design stuff earlier, looking at some color palettes, and just his jerseys alone in his career would make a color palette pretty good. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Is, is there a more perfect clipper than James Harden? No. It's just, I mean, it just there's so many different ways that I just don't understand the Philly route to it. I, I mean, there's no way Daryl Morey's doing just like scrap pieces, you know, for for Harden, right? Like, yeah, what, are you, what are you telling Joel Embiid of Terrence Mann? 
Yeah, I saw like Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, and uh, Mark Marcus Morris, and I was like, No, oh, stop! Go Come oh on. gosh, <laughs> you oh. might as well trade and go ahead and put Embiid in a Knicks uniform at that point. Oh boy, yeah, that that one hurt a little bit just thinking about what Joel Embiid would look at on the Mavs angle of this. Like, I, is there some wild way that it's a James Harden, Kyrie three team like craziness where they all get swapped around and then the Mavs end up with Aiton or you know whoever? I mean, not Aiden, because I once again I don't think the Suns can do any type of signing so trade hard. thing. Yeah, it'd be too hard. I mean, <laughs> I just I, I don't want to like ship Kyrie off for Marcus Morris and Terrence Mann. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't. <laughs> I, so yeah, I think the I think the Sixers are are, are kind of screwed a little bit, and for sure, I'd be worried about Joel Embiid's future if I was them. And here's here's one thing I was thinking about today, and. uh the difference between James Harden and Kyrie in their situations, James Harden had the player option, so he could he could opt back in and then demand a trade. Kyrie can't sign and then demand a trade immediately, right? Because they can't trade him. No. So, because of the rules. Kyrie also doesn't have a Houston Rockets looming where, hey, I can go there. I'm going to threaten to go there. I, they love me there. They would, they would have me back anytime if I wanted to go there. Kyrie doesn't have that. He 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 could have that with the Lakers, but they don't have money. He could have that with the Suns, and he's trying it with the Suns. They don't have any money, and they they have less than no money because of the, because of the new aprons and all that. So Kyrie doesn't have this boogeyman, this you know looming threat to sign away. Um, who was it that tweeted earlier? Like James Harden had um, Philly by the balls, talking talking about the Rockets. There's nobody that has the Mavs balls with Kyrie at this point, right? Because you're not scared. You're not scared great. of the Suns thing. No, no, this analogy is incredible. It's like Tim McMahon's greatest analogy. Who who could possibly have the Mavs by the balls when it comes to Kyrie? Awesome, say Paul Booker. Um, uh, I mean, I guess the Lakers. I mean, if they want to threaten the, hey, we haven't, you know. We haven't matched anything for Austin Reeves or Rui or anybody yet. So, And here's the teams with cap space, with actual cap space, where these are teams that could realistically either just sign Kyrie because they have enough money or could create enough space. If you don't have cap space right now, it'd just be so hard to create 40-plus million in cap space. It's not the Brunson thing where they only created like 26 in space, right? Yeah. Like that's so, so much different. The Rockets have 66 million. Spurs have 41.7 million. That's, that's probably it as far as who can just sign him. The Pacers have 32. The Pistons have 30. The Magic have 22, just about. Oklahoma's 18 and a half. Sacramento now has 18 after re-signing Harrison Barnes. And Utah has 14 million in cap. That's all the teams. Like, he's not going to any of those places. Yeah, you know, and Sacramento took a little shot into their cap a little bit. Uh, right. Utah took a shot into their cap with, you know, Clark Clarkson and Olenek. Um so yeah, some of the some of the cap space is dwindling up a little bit. I've, I've I found it interesting some of the some of the players picking up, you know, their options like a Josh Hart, like a Jordan Clarkson. Um, I found some of that fascinating. I mean, some of the new rules with extension stuff. That's why you're seeing some of the Harrison Barnes like extension, you know, happening now uh, instead of having to hit free agency, you know, in the past and all that. I think that's a good rule change. Um, it's just insane. Like, like if I just listed out all these players and I said, Hey, would you bet your life that none of these players, you know, like Trey young, Damian Lillard, Carl Anthony towns, Pascal Siakam, 
like it would be crazy. It would, it would break Twitter if one of them gets you know one of them gets traded. But it, it's not like completely impossible, right? Never. I mean, nothing's ever impossible. I was talking to somebody today, and they were like, "Man, it just seems like people are so into rumors and drama runs the NBA." It's like, yeah, because. For a lot of us, we saw the LeBron, Wade, and Bosh Heat thing, and it broke our brains. And then we saw KD go to the Warriors, and it broke our brains even more. And now it's like, well, nothing's impossible because if all three of those guys can come together in Miami, and then KD can go to this Warriors team that's already really good, it just like it broke all of our brains. And no, so I mean, now any, yeah. now we think anything's possible. So there's a bunch of people that just don't even think about any of the salary cap stuff because they're like, oh, well, they'll figure it out eventually. The worst kept secret is the fuel that you know, fuels the NBA is rumor, speculation, and drama. It's not the basketball hashtag I mean, this league. <laughs> it's I mean, that, that's, that's, that's part of this league. It's part of what people consume. I mean, we joke about it all the time and I, I just had something the other day. It still does. Hey, you still doing the podcast, you know, after the season's over. Yeah. yeah this is when we do our best numbers. I was going <laughs> to say, we just had like our best two week stretch in a while. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, let's, we were like, what, we were like number five in all of Locked On the last week, <laughs> as far oh. as as far as audio. I'm pretty sure we were number one in video views. In that Kyrie S- SEO. <laughs> so yeah, I mean the the James Harden thing is seems like it's now the first domino to fall, right? Yeah, I mean it wouldn't shock me if we get something tonight. You know, after we hit recording, you know, here on Thursday night or early on Friday, because it just changes some of these people's plans. I feel like everybody's now just like, oh, we got to put on hold. And they still got the Lillard stuff. Is yeah. that done? I mean, it's crazy because it's not trade deadline day on Friday, but we could legitimately get some massive trades happen before free agency even starts. Beca- so. Because that's the last moment before that this new CBA comes into play. A bunch of teams yeah. could be like, all right, I got to get off of this contract i gotta do this i gotta move this because the new cba is coming and then the rules really apply damian lillard by the way tweeted survive too many storms to be bothered by raindrops i mean it sounds sounds like like a a facebook uh, status i had when i was 13 sounds like a guy that lives in the northwest that's for sure um okay i have one more so uh, michael scott other other reports across the nba Michael Scotto reported there's a belief around the league that the Hawks are open to making another deal with rival NBA executives circling the wagons on DeJounte Murray, Clint Capella, and DeAndre Hunter. League sources told Hoopsype Capella's name has surfaced in trade talks, most notably with the Dallas Mavericks around the NBA draft. So that's not a new rumor with the Mavericks, but it is new that they're still looking. I've been on this. They, they need to make another move if they want to duck the, the tax, if they want to figure that out. They dump John Collins for nothing, and I think they'll still make another move because they've got these big free agents looming in DeJounte Murray and Akangwu, and then, you know, a little bit in Sadiq Bay, And so they have to figure th- this out. I wouldn't be surprised if, if one of those guys moves, and I really hope it's Capella, and I hope the Mavericks just make that, just make the move, man. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm unsure how DeJounte would fit, but, I mean, I, I like DeAndre Hunter more than you do. We both like Capella. I think either one of those guys in Dallas would be great. DeJounte would fit in like a souped up Bruce Brown role. Everything we've been talking about about Bruce Brown, DeJounte Murray can do. It would just be like a, a fringe all-star level version of that. And it, Yeah, it I'm not be- trying to play DeJounte off ball, you know, starting with Kyrie and Luka. I'm not either, but you wouldn't turn it down if it was it was a possibility. I don't think it is, but um, he, he seems to be available. Other things. The Pelicans waived both Willie Hernan Gomabs and Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes, 23 years old, is the eighth pick. 
had some off the court domestic violence issues, got arrested. Uh, and so maybe they just wanted to, you know, remove him from, from that team. But that was a little surprised they waived both of them. I wasn't surprised they waived Willie. Uh, but that's that's a minimum guy the Mavs could bring in that's Luca's friend if they want to bring in somebody that's Luca's friend. And it's not John Conchar. <laughs> it's not Andre Drummond either. No, I no, I, I'm joking with Isaac because he he said Conchar instead of Chanchar the other day. Guys, it's Chanchar. I know. <laughs> After I said it, I knew I knew I got the last part of the name right. I just didn't get the first part of the name. And then Nick's text me the next day. He's like, "Hey, you're talking about Conchar, like from the Grizzlies." I'm like, I, "No, it's Chanchar." And I was like, "I know I got it wrong, but <laughs> I was so confused." Uh, and so was everybody else. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in that because now all they have is, is Jonas Valanciunas and then I guess Larry Nance. That's like their only bigs in Zion. Interesting move for them to do. Maybe they're just trying to duck the, the tax as well and do that and do those moves. But it yeah, I, know, I mean, they pushed back the temple date. I mean, they could just be right. trying to get a little bit more flexibility with that, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they're up to. The Lakers also waived Mo Bamba and didn't pick up um, Malik Beasley's deal. Any interest in those guys? Yeah, for I mean, I, I for a reasonable amount. I mean, I'd rather take a swing on Bamba than Drummond. I think I'm on the opposite. I think I would do Drummond instead of oh instead my. of Bamba because you know at least with Drummond you're getting you're getting uh, rebounding. You I are know, getting rebounding. I know, yes, I know one skill I'm getting with him with Bamba. What's the one? What's the one skill you're getting? Um, he doesn't like Austin Rivers. <laughs> That is, a, you'd never have any ringer interviews ever. Um, I, I mean, I guess he can shoot. He shot about 40% from three with Orlando before getting traded to the Lakers. So at least yeah, I'm, I'm not confident getting... in that take. Like, I mean, if they sign, if they, you know, pull off drum instead of Bamba, sure. But I mean, Drummond's with, back in Chicago. Your, say it with your chest eyes. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. And then Mike, Malik Beasley, if the Mavericks move on from Tim Hardaway, need a little shooting. Maybe that's a name that they go to, but I, I wouldn't put too much into it. He didn't play for the Lakers, and they needed a shooting, <laughs> like a guy that could shoot like that. Yeah. And so that tells me something. I mean, I, I treat that a lot like the Rashawn Holmes thing. Okay, well, if that guy couldn't play and they really needed that skill set and he couldn't play, then I'm not really big on it. Yeah. On, on a scale of one to – do you have another note thing? No, that's it. On a scale of one to ten, if Dallas walks out of tomorrow night with Kyrie and Bruce Brown, is that a ten for Dallas? It's a nine for me. Yeah. Like really, I mean, really got, good, really, really good, but you still don't have a center, right? Like yeah. you, got, you got a future center. Like you have a plan for center here. And here's the thing with, with Dwight Powell that I may eat my words. Like if Dwight Powell ends up being the starting center, if you listen to Tim McMahon on, on the fan today, he was like hyping up Dwight Powell saying, Hey, he could be the stop gap center. He literally used the word stop gap center that could, you know, be the, the map starting center. And, and actually mentor Derek Lively, which I think would be great, which is why I want them to bring him back, but not in a starting role. And I've said all offseason, if the Mavericks st- starting center is Dwight Powell next season, this will be a failure from the front office. And if that does happen, they at least have half of a thing. They at least have a plan at center going forward because they have Derek Lively. So they at least have that, but they don't have a, a real starting center yet. So that's why it would be a nine for me. Overall, I'm I'm fascinated to see what Dallas does on Friday. I mean, I, I think the the wide range of what Dallas can do on this first day is pretty wide in the sense of they we've detailed all the tradable assets. I want to point this out real quick. The Rashawn Holmes Bertons deal is not finalized yet. Wait, can so you say can you say the thing? One more thing. 
next time don't wait till it's three seconds left to talk so yeah i know some people's been like hey you can't put homes with some other players all that stuff you could you know you could there's a way that you can try to restructure this before it's finalized but there's a reason why no one's talked about rashawn holmes yet on dallas's side because that deal's just not finalized yet so um anyway dallas has a bunch of contracts you know like the you know tim reggie maxi javel holmes you know they got the future you know first round pick they have some young guys, you know, I'm just saying like Dallas could go swing in big time before free agency and then bring back Kyrie, you know, to whatever trade they pull off, they could go a bunch of different routes. So Dallas is going to get a seat at the table. We'll have you covered here on Locked On for all the uh, Mavs, anything that happens. We'll do an emergency pod. If something big happens, we'll do an actual pod by the end of the night. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom.